the hunter watched the roebuck a few feet away. He'd killed many times in his life. He never stopped hating it. A thin layer of mist from the Murray Firth drifted through the cold, still forest. A fine dew settled on the russet leaves of downy birch and ancient rowan and clung to the underbrush. A lark soared above the canopy, but made no sound to disturb the serenity of silence around the hunter peering down the length of his arrow. As still as the roebuck, the only sign of the man's presence was the breath he slowed against the cold morning air. He was well experienced in remaining detached from what he was doing. His hooded cloak of dark and light green and brown blended in well with the forest. His bowstring made no sound as he pulled it back, the muscles in his arm bulging. His gaze was steady, his breath unchanged. It wasn't until the arrow found its mark and the deer fell that he allowed himself to exhale. His breath shook and shattered the silence. The buck was large and would be heavy slung over the hunter's shoulder, but it was the only way to get it back. He looked down at the fruit of his labor and was grateful for the deer's sacrifice. During his station in the colonies, an old Iroquois chief had taught him that every life had a purpose. The buck's purpose was to provide food, at least it was today. He often wondered if his life still had a purpose, after what he'd done, what he'd lost. He bent his knees, and with a solid grunt from his belly, he hefted the animal over his shoulder. He stood, steady on his hide-encased legs, and then took off running. His boots crushed the leaf-carpeted ground as the sounds around him grew. Birds burst from the treetops at his disturbance, smaller animals scurrying out of his path. He was in no hurry to get back to his life in Och, but the way he chose to live it required that he keep fit. By the time he broke through the forest, his thighs burned and his breath came hard. He ran past the bay, giving no greeting to the men loading their fishing nets, and no notice to the screaming gulls above. He didn't slow, hoping to be gone before the rest of their families awoke. His body nearly spent, he finally slowed his pace when he reached the sleepy village of Och. A cock crowed at the breaking dawn. He quickened his gait and pulled his hood farther over his head, hiding his face, lest he be recognized by anyone leaving his cottage to take his morning piss. Just a little farther, he looked up at Och Castle perched at the top of the hill, its four dark turrets piercing the gossamer mist that surrounded it. Built in stone nearly two centuries ago, the castle had many ghosts. But it was the last two to arrive who haunted him. Though it was in no state of disrepair, for he had made certain to fill every hole in every wall and maintain his privacy. The castle looked uncared for and deserted, set against the bleak backdrop of a gray March sky, a shell as lifeless as the man who lived in it.